So, Mike, I came across a book called 4,000 Weeks, which focuses on how finite our time is, how, how finite our lives are. And basically, it's been written by a Guardian columnist who is a self-described productivity whore. Can I use that word here? <laughs> so this column is all about finding, it's just about his recent or current productivity hack. And, you know, how to find ways to eke more productivity from your life, from your time. But in this book, he's gone full 180. He said, life is too short to keep eking out more performance. And that's where I'm at right so now. You read this book. Yeah. I've you bought the book and you read it. Let's just say I read the book. <laughs> <laughs> that's a productivity hack right there. Um, okay. Uh, you definitely are a productivity hack kind of guy. Like, I do remember you telling me all these things you were doing to eke out more productivity. Yeah. And so what? You're telling me you've stopped? Um, trying to find better tools. You know, <laughs> the answer isn't to find a better system or better process or better tools to make yourself grind out more. Because there's no point. When, at what point are you going to be satisfied, be fulfilled? This this is really like, I feel like I use this reference too much, but like the only way to win is not to play. You know, you've just decided it's not worth it anymore. Because what is the point of finding an extra 1% all the time? You know, you spent, is it was the British cycling team where they just want an extra 1% of performance? Like, what's the point? When can I enjoy the fruits of that, you know, indeed. That quest? Indeed, what's the point? I feel like we're on the same wavelength here. This is what's happened to me. Maybe this is the new midlife crisis. You don't go and buy a Ferrari. You just go and say, f*** it. Sorry, I'll bleep that. And then <laughs> just give up. Give up no. on all productivity. What's been truly hilarious is how you, what you've been up to recently. Because you've, it feels like you've <laughs> done a full 180 as well. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? I just... Well, I mean, to be honest, I was trying to get myself made redundant for a long time. And then when it finally happened, now I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even know what I am. I'm just, I'm just playing Call of Duty. Not really. And now I'm playing Fortnite, which is even worse. <laughs> like what's happened to me? So what I wanted to say, so, you know, the, at the height of it, here's an example. I was, you know, um, I don't know what you think about coffee in the morning and getting a boost. But I was thinking about having making my coffee the night before, putting it in a thermos, so I get that boost immediately and just you know take a couple of swigs. First thing I do when I get up. <laughs> this is hilarious. Maybe that you know I have I have to. <laughs> I should start a column. I should have. You know, well, imagine why not if take you... a caffeine pill at that point? Because <laughs> then it's, it's. I guess there's also like a placebo effect with coffee, right? It. I don't think caffeine pills work the same. If you know what I mean, because they don't feel. Why not just smash a Red Bull? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, Red Bull gets such bad press at the moment. You know, energy drinks don't get good press. So, let's if you're doing it properly, let's do let's do coffee. Okay, it's hard to be snobbish about energy drinks. That's the thing with coffee. You can have this whole process where you, you you can't be like, well, I like to pour the can just like this, otherwise the bubbles get messed up. You know, you can't have that same level of theatrics. No, but you could, we could, you know, we can, there's a market for that, right? You could just have a little chemistry set involved as you. Oh my God. You're so right. 
You say you're not about productivity, and yet you're just dropping these startup ideas left and right. This is incredible. Yes. Yeah. That's that's probably a billion dollar idea right there. BS wake up drinks that you titrate together. <laughs> uh, there are people mad enough to do that. Yeah, you just create a, like a process around it. Yeah, you just buy like the precursors and you've got this like weird machine that you program and push it and it just does all these like fancy things and spits out a neon coloured drink that you just slam down. It's like making tea. Tea is still, there's still process around that, even all these years, all this time. Sorry, I feel we've strayed far from the original point here. Which is? Well, I don't know. It was your point. This is, this is your The topic. point is, there's no point deferring happiness or, you know, pushing, you know, they call it pushing happiness over the horizon. Just, we're so good at that. You and I. Well, I don't know if you are. Anymore. Yeah, you are. Not actually. anymore. Not anymore. Now I'm all about just like, just screw it. Uh, you know, do you know what the problem is, though? The problem really is that traditional Chinese upbringing is very hard to shake off. Like, I feel really guilty every day that I'm not working. Like, I, I just like think, oh, geez, I should really get a job. You know, I should really get a job. I feel like I just feel like such a loser as I'm sitting in my giant flat on top of my pile of money. Sorry, this is even worse. This sounds even worse. Giant pile of money. It's it's shrinking every day. It's shrinking every day because I'm just spending it. I've got nothing coming in. But I'm just, you know, this is the fruits of all of my years of labor. And I'm just enjoying it now. I'm just like, screw it. I mean, it doesn't help that Hong Kong is now kind of locked down and all the Asia countries have travel bans and it's very frustrating because otherwise I would totally just go and buy a JRL pass and go all over Japan and sit in hot springs or something, you know? Like, what's the point? You may as well enjoy life. I mean, seriously, the other thing is, Everyone in my family just dies of cancer, like literally, like my mum's just been diagnosed with cancer. I'm actually flying to the UK tomorrow to take care of my mum. She should be fine. They've caught it very early. But like loads of people in my family just get cancer and die very early. So that's the other reason why it's like, what's the point actually? You know, I probably won't live that much longer than this anyway. I would say that you may feel less guilt for not working if you actually worked on your game. You know what the problem with that is? It's really hard. It's so much harder than like financial programming, you say I realized. That. You say that. You really put in the effort with financial programming. Yeah, I know. I did. But that's the problem. I really, I really did actually just like completely burn out. You don't like, even, I just had nothing left in me. I don't even think you need to match it. You need to operate at 80%. If you did 80% of that level, you'd be fine. Absolutely yeah. fine. I know. Well, you know, the problem is also, it's just very, it's like this podcast. It's even worse than this podcast. You know, sometimes this podcast just feels like screaming into the void. We're not screaming, articulately talking into the void, you know, because we've been doing this a long time and we do actually have a lot of regular listeners, but we don't have millions of listeners. We don't have like hello internet levels of fame, right? We've got just somewhere in the long tail of podcasts level of fame. I think we just need to expose the world to more of your personality. More of it. Yeah, at the moment I think we're just all getting snippets. It's like oh. a taste, but not enough. Yeah, I you just need to give enough to be cancelled. <laughs> that's your goal. I don't think I, I don't think I have any cancelable opinions though. I mean that's the sort of thing that someone who gets cancelled says. They don't realise that they're just like abhorrent and disgusting. Let me say one more thing and then we'll move on to you. Okay. The book 
really tries to focus on mindfulness and doing everything at like, you know, full focus, 200% intensity. So you're present. And that, you know, I wanted to say, I've been listening to music in games more as a result. Oh, this is good. Try and take in more. Yeah, it's good. Good for Elden Ring. It's, you know, I was about to say, apart from Elden Ring, where the music is just boring. <laughs> so I was going to say, I was, I'm off the productivity hacks. But then you started, a, well, I say a couple, a few, I'm sure there's more, of your own. Well, you've adopted, let's not say you've started. You're not they're they're not productivity hacks, they're more health hacks. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to patch my body back together before it falls apart. You know, it's, it's, this is part of me. Like, I, I assume you're helping your health so that you can be more productive. This is how my brain is working. You just want health for the health's sake. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to keep it from collapsing. No, I, I think it does help with the concentration. Like, I did do all this stuff and it did help with my concentration and focus. Like, I basically just did two weeks work on the Game Jam game just to tart it up. And that two weeks was more productive than the previous two months kind of thing since doing all this. But it's again, it's like starting a new project and like, I just have so many, what's incredible really is that I'm not working anymore. Like my full-time job is just like doing what I feel like. And there's just so much context switching now. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> you know, when you're context switching in a job, but at least it's all related to the job. Yeah. And now my context switching is like, I'm just going to go hiking or, Oh, I'm just going to meet this friend for coffee. You know, like, there's just so many things you can do and it's very hard to really just get started and sit down and work on the game, especially when working on a game, honestly, is just so hard and there's just so much competition out there. Like it, it's, this is what I was saying. This is, this is what I started saying before. It's like the podcast. Like you think there's like X many podcasts out there, but actually there's 10,000 X. You just didn't see the other 10,000 times, you know, number because they were too small for you to notice before you started and became really immersed in the industry. But if you believe in a world of abundance, it's not, it's not you know, another podcast lose. You know, there's, there doesn't have to be loser podcasts. Everyone can win, if you know what I mean, in, in Mike speak. Spoken like a loser. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can all be losers. It's fine. No, this is, this is the thing. We can it all really be comes down to... <laughs> we can all be losers. We can all be winners. It's just a matter of perspective. Yeah. No, it it comes down to your motivations. Like, why are you doing the thing? And I think that's the thing that I'm having to confront with the game dev. Because why are we doing the podcast? We've been doing the podcast so long that I think we're not doing the podcast to make money, obviously, because it's costing us money to make it, right? We're doing the podcast for some sense of self-fulfillment and because we enjoy doing the podcast weirdly at this point. It's just it's just become a thing in it unto itself. Which is what how it should be. We enjoy doing it. Why well, enjoy talking to you? And and with the game dev, right? Am I doing the game dev to try and make the next vampire survivors and make a million dollars? Or am I doing the game dev to make a game that I want to make? And I think that's the thing I'm trying to confront because I'm trying to like have my cake and eat it, you know? I'm trying to I'm trying to assuage the part of me that says like you should be making money by trying to make a game that will make money. But is it really a game that I want to make? You know, it's like it's like tough. So but the true skill is to be able to navigate between the two, right? And finding that compromise. Yeah, I don't think it's exclusive both of yeah. those goals. 
Also, it's just very frustrating because honestly, programming is, it turns out, only a very small part of making a game. And you'd think it would be easy because I, I know all the programming, right? But it just means that I've got that box checked and all the other boxes I'm completely terrible at and having to learn, at, well, as fast as I can, which is um, slower than I would like. I mean, I do think my games are improving. Like, each successive game is better than the last, but I still think I have a fair way to go. Anyway, on, on the health nonsense. Please. Yeah, my latest health nonsense. I, I think the most fun one I've been telling people is I've just been taping my mouth shut. Are you still doing that? I'm still doing it. You sound like a crazy person. You sound like someone who's read something off of Facebook. Yeah, well, because, you know, I'm talking all the time and the only way to conserve my oxygen is to tape my mouth shut. No. No, 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 it's not that. It's supposedly when you're sleeping, sometimes you'll just breathe through your mouth. And apparently that's bad. Someone on YouTube told me so. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something I saw on the internet. Better than TikTok. And so they suggest just taping your mouth shut. And so I just tried it. And <laughs> so I've just been taping my mouth shut for the past like month. And? My sleep score on my Fitbit has gone up since I started doing this. Now, the question is, what does the sleep score on the Fitbit actually mean? Is it like a measure of your gullibility? <laughs> but, who, you know, my sleep score on my Fitbit now is usually 80 to 85. So that's quite good. But on the other hand, what does the number even mean? Isn't sleep score a combination of length of sleep versus like the amount of deep sleep you've gone well it's supposed to be like the quality of your sleep right yeah. or something so supposedly i'm sleeping better now that i've started taping my mouth shut at night and i think it probably also helps with the snoring because i famously snore and to the, to the extent that i have once i woke myself up with my own snoring <laughs> like we, i was <laughs> we've all been there like, literally, I was just like, what's that noise? It's so loud. It's like there's a rhinoceros in the room. And then I realized it was my own snoring. And then I became fully conscious. And I was like, WTF, is this what I sound like when I'm asleep? Oh, also, I've been boosting my NADs, which is to say I've been taking an NAD plus supplement. What, what, what is that? What, what, what is that? It's the latest health fad. I've never heard of it either. I... Your body apparently has some like enzyme or coenzyme or something called NAD+. And the levels of it go down as you get older. And it's just like, it's like the new fountain of youth miracle drug. A friend who moved to Thailand told me he's been getting IV drips of it. And they've made him feel superhuman. He literally said like, I feel like I'm 20 again. You know, he was so positive about it. He was like, you need to try this. It's amazing. Wait, wait, how old is your friend? Like 21? <laughs> I think he's he's younger than us. He's like he's like thirty seven. Okay, and yeah, he he was literally saying like I I got these NAD IV drips and like I've been partying all night. I've had two hours sleep. I still feel amazing. You know, he's like you've got to try this. He looks like death. <laughs> he looks like death, but he feels incredible. And you know, you're only as old as you feel, right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So I've been taking sublingual nad plus supplements i've only started this like two or three days ago so to be honest i have yet to feel any effect of it but i'm hoping that it's going to be like the the pill from limitless so if i just come oh, along wait, wait. And... do you know what happens when you stop taking the pill from limitless <laughs> yeah i know 
this, this is exactly the conversation I have with the guy. This, this is literally the conversation I had. It's like, so when you stop taking the IV drips, do you just suddenly age 60 years? And he was like, I don't know. I'm too scared to stop. <laughs> yeah. So either the, the next recording, I'll either be 20-year-old Mike or 60-year-old Mike. I'll be asking you, where's Mike? Where's your son? You listen here, young whippersnapper. I was recording this podcast when... <sighs> we should start. Yeah, this has already gone on too long. This is already too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was epic.